You are now tuned in to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Special selection, um, the well-respected, um, the king, Jay-Z, with the 444. He said the king. The Whoa. king, bro. Oh. Right now, you that's who he is. Whenever <laughs> he rises up, he's the king. Okay. So, new release. Um, how long has he been out under Carter Enterprise LLC? How long since the last one, though, Sean? How long since the last album? Yeah, release album, studio album, put it that way. Yeah, his last studio album was definitely um, the Holy Grail. So the Magna Carta Holy Grail. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, that was that was a really good album in his time. You know, Jay Z. Jay Z's a really smart guy, but he's always been ego driven. <laughs> Like Jay Z's always been an ego driven person. Like I, I arguably everyone would call him the best. You know, I, I, as far as media and business, he's no one. No one can compete with him other than like Diddy and Russell Simmons. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but as far as the rap game, as far as him bringing the content and everything, he's an awesome artist. Mm-hmm. Is he better than Nas? Uh, my personal opinion, lyrically, no. Lyrically, he just doesn't give me what Nas gives me. But, uh, but when you go ahead, I'm sorry. But what Jay Z does give me is he gives me an insight as a young adult and as a young as a man that isn't the same age. He actually gives me an insight on adulthood more or less yeah so a mature thinking at the position he's in right and then even when he thinking or rapping retrospectively he's really saying you know when i used to but now i'm here if i thought this way i would be here right when i used to do this now i'm here i appreciate that i think when we talked earlier it was a lot more like uh, I'm a grown ass man now. I'm doing grown man things. So if you think I'm just talking about being on the street and how I'm flipping, I'm going to tell you about that. But it's not about that anymore. And I'm trying to get you to think on where you're going, not where you were or where you at, where you should be going. So lyrically, yeah, not as clever as he used to be because he used to have a lot of clever lyrical eyes. You could, you can really say, wow, this. He's kind of bringing it. Right. But but I think he's in a different place. So being in a different place, he's going to talk about different things. And 
being at that level, it's kind of almost like um, when we were talking about a lot of the old rappers kind of come back trying to do certain things. Right. Well, he's not shying away trying to be like, oh, I'm back on the streets. But if I was on the street, I would be. Nah, he's like, I'm not going back there. I'm buying fucking million dollar paintings and I'm buying blocks and houses and buildings. And that's what I'm doing. Right. And, you know, I got all of these cars, but maybe I shouldn't have been doing all of those cars. But this one was a little special because this one was a little about, yo, I did some fucked up stuff. So I'm gonna put it out there. Well, I think um, uh, we had recently talked about this. Previously talked about this. Um, the the hip hop hip hop is young. Hip hop is very young. Not even a hundred years old yet. No nah, hell no. So when you so l- let's just say hypothetically speaking, we're talking about rock, right now. We listen when you listen to rock back in the sixties, it was like, okay, these guys are good. You know, they're getting old, you know, but they have these they have Metallica and Nirvana's coming out. You that was know. the sixties. Well okay, yeah, that was definitely that was Nirvana was nineties. Mm, late eighties. Late eighties. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Um and uh, Guns N' Roses, uh well, not Red Hot Chili Peppers because Red Hot Chili Peppers was mid eighties, late nineties too. Yeah. So well, you're mid talking 80s. like early eighties. So yeah. So so basically, what it is is you you see the depth of the genre. So if rock and roll was to just come out, I think it would be a whole lot of criticism on old people trying to make music in this industry. So they still are. So exactly. You got the Rolling Stones. Right. You got like people like Steely Dan. And right. There's a lot of older type um, rock people that's still out there because they got an audience. Right. And thanks to hip hop, not rap, hip hop, with using a lot of their music or collaborating with a lot of these people, it kept them current. Even if it wasn't hip hop, they would still you two. Coldplay, Corn, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Guns N' Roses, they would still have sellout shows if it wasn't for hip-hop. Yeah, because those people aren't dead yet. They're not dead, and there's a history of the genre. So, so now we're going into hip-hop. Okay, go ahead, because so, I didn't know where you was going. Yeah, so going into hip-hop, we don't have any death within the genres. Meaning. So so when anything new comes up or when anything is new that's presented into this genre, it's going to look like if it's not what the norm is, it's not going to look like it's supposed to. So going back to this Jay-Z. No, no, no. Finish that up. We, we, we can't because you, you, you confused me on this. OK. So you're saying I'm, I'm, I'm going to use your comparison. OK. I'm not going to go with what I think it is. I'm going to use your comparison. So you saying they have an old artist, and when they show up, they they sell out crowds. There's people still listen to. They can go to YouTube, get a lot of this. That's what you're saying, right? No. What I'm saying is, because I really haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. What I'm saying is, in this hip-hop genre and this rap genre that we have that is so young, that we're getting older artists that has quality music, but it's not being appreciate it like it should 
because there's nothing before this to criticize what's being done now. Or there's nothing before this to honor what's being done now. To that point, Jay-Z is almost 50 years old. He's about to be 48, maybe 47, 48 this year. Right. He's the most relevant or most known name in the rap game other than like Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, and P. Diddy. Well, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, Snoop Dogg. Worldwide. International. When a young adult hears those names, they don't even listen to him. Won't even listen to him. That's not part of my genre. He he was born in the 80s. I don't listen to that music. So you kind of miss a group of ignorance people because of the fact of him not being a 20-year-old with bass in his beats. So, so basically what I'm saying is the Jay-Z album is really good. It went platinum and all of this. But there's a lot of backlash coming back that's basically like, okay, um, I'm not going to be able to afford a million dollar uh, picture. Why are you telling me this? Okay, I don't go to the strip club. Or, okay, what am I supposed to do for this credit? You know what I'm saying? So when a young child or when a young adult is listening to that, it's like, why are you trying to tell me what to do? So again, they're not listening to the music for what it is. They're listening to it as a older person trying to give them game, more or less. So that I'm I'm looking at it. So you went on and 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 on. But you started with one thing that was absolutely wrong. People listen to old rock and roll. The old people listen to old rock and roll. New right. people ain't looking at it. They do the same thing that they doing with hip hop. It don't it don't matter how young they are, how old they are. Blues. People do blues now. There's new blues players. They listen to old blues players. New blues players. That's who they listening to. Country singers. Old country singers. They'll listen to old country singers, but they're listening to the new Travis Trent and all of these. And there were some popular people back in the 70s and 80s. Hip-hop is the same way. If you listen to hip-hop and know overseas, Chuck D and all of these people back in the 70s and, and early 80s, yeah, they're being known overseas. They sell out overseas. They're known. They are. You're talking about a segment of the population. There's a segment in the population that's not listening to old rock. Mm -hmm. There's a segment in the, opera, in the population that's not listening to jazz. There's a segment in the population that's not even listening to old pop. That's just segments. Okay. So when you you saying a Jay-Z come out, a Jay-Z come out and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. How do I relate to this? You know, I'm not buying no million dollar... Pfft, I'm not buying million-dollar paintings. Well, I'm going to put it in my mama's house. No, nah, I'm not doing that. But when they hear Migos, who's drinking and throwing up money and giving out mollies and all, they can say, I can do that because it's wasteful. It's waste. Right. But they relate to the waste. That's a common occurrence of newer generation and the way things are with music. As it moves along, a lot of the older type music just takes a back seat people appreciate it but that doesn't mean the newer people are going to appreciate it right that comes to movies that comes to all of that 
So when blockbuster movies come out, we just looked at stupid ass um, The Mummy, and they only got maybe thirty-seven million overseas. They made over a hundred million dollars. Mm. It doesn't really matter. The segment of the population is going to listen to what they want to. There's always going to be criticism. Jay Z, and and to me, this is to what you're saying. This is just some old man rapping, but it's some quality old man rapping. But does everybody relate to it? No, hell no. Is it something that I'm going to recommend, like you said, to a, the younger and say, hey, you need to see Jay-Z? I probably wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I say Jay-Z got some stuff. He's saying some good stuff, though. But uh, uh, his beats ain't as hard. or he, he really doesn't have a lot of the music that you're probably used to. So I wouldn't even recommend it because you're absolutely right. They're not trying to hear that shit. Should they? You're damn right they should because he's trying to tell you stop being wasteful and do something better with your money because I could have done a lot better than I am right now. Right, right, right. I knew. But they ain't getting that because of what you're saying. It ain't got the heavy beat, bass. It ain't got the trap type music or he ain't got the special guests that they really want to hear. But all genres of music is the same way. It doesn't matter how young or how old they are. Jazz is older than damn fucking rock. Right. But that moved along as well. You got a generation right now. I mean, even my niece, Max, she wants vinyl. She listens to Queen. She listens to um, all types of stuff because okay. of my brother. But there's a, there's a generation of them going back to hear it. Is it enough to sell out everywhere? No, it's not. Okay. But it's fragmented. So you got fragmentation of music everywhere. But most people who go back will probably listen to a, a, a pop, a, a disco range, a, a hip hop, all of those little things because they appreciate the art. The generation now isn't appreciating the art. They're appreciating what they want to hear. So they, they, they can't regress back. So when you say that, I, I get what you you. I get what you mean with the new generation, but I don't think you can compare it to a rock because it, it's the same way with them. Do you think as this generation gets older, they will later on appreciate or pop this album back in and be like, this is what I was missing? You know what? That's interesting. So they may think that you know, as this generation gets older, it may be what's contemporary they go back to mm-hmm. as opposed to further back. But if they learn music, because, again, it's about knowing music. You listen to music, Sean. Right. You don't listen to hip-hop music. You listen to music. So when you hear music, you can go back and appreciate something because you appreciate music. Right. But if you stuck in a situation that all you hear is one genre of music... You're probably not going to go that far back. Okay. You only going to be trapped in, you know, enslaved by what you've given. Right, right. What you're given, exactly. Right. Okay. Right. Okay, so, I got you. So I, I, I guess when I think about what you said, I, I get it superficially because these older rappers that's out, you don't hear about them. But they're making money other places because right. people respect that generational sound or that generational genre or there's always going to be that you're just not going to hear a lot of that what you're going to hear is what's being fed to us everywhere your 
your positive thing with even with me is you're like, you know what? I know you don't want to hear a lot of this old, I mean, this new stuff, but you're not filtering through it. Okay. Because there's quality shit out there or there's something different. Because if you like music, you're probably going to like this different stuff. And see, uh, so the reason why I brought all that up is because the album is way, the album's great. Mm-hmm. You know. Great? Or is it a good album? No. The, the, for Jay-Z, not for the industry, for Jay-Z, the album is great. Okay. Because, because he, like you said, he's the king. So, so th- this is how I feel about this. I feel like he's in the game. I feel like, I feel like. The rap game, a lot of people, a lot of rappers compare the rap game to sports, to basketball. Gotcha. He still got it. Yeah, he still can ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no one in the game right now that can take it where he takes it and still keep your attention. You know what I'm saying? Still right. keep your ear. Right. Is it better than... Now, Now the comparison thing will go later. Right. Um, I just, I just think now this is a really good album. Ten years from now, this is going to be a really good album. Based on what though? Based on, based on the fact that one, these kids that's hearing it now are getting older. Okay. And and Jay's going to drop another album. Yes, she will. And this album is going to be. A little more evolved. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be any better or any worse. It's gonna be a, a little more involved. He got kids now, bro. You know what I'm saying? So right. I I just feel like a lot of his music, a lot of his music that has came out, they've gotten more play or more respect as the years went on. Reasonable doubt is a perfect example. Okay. Reasonable doubt was a great album but it came out when Elmatic came out and he was kind of in the shadows of Biggie so when that album came out it was like it was really underappreciated right no I agree because you had so much greatness in front of him right that you kind of gravitated toward those two than him so I, th- I think this 444 is the same even though he's in even though he's the king he's on the throne mm-hmm the generation gap is so big that you're going to be like, well, you know, Kendrick Lamar came out that same year. Mm-hmm. That was the album of the year. You know, Drake album came out that same year. That was the album of the year. And then you'd be like, well, Jay-Z came out too. Well, yeah, that was that was real good. But, be, but because it came out, when Kendrick Lamar came out mm-hmm. and the Drake came out, I think the the not only not not necessarily not not necessarily just the youth, but because because Fifty brought it up too. Fifty was like there there's a little video. Fifty was basically like you know I, I like the album, but you know I thought I had to wear you know a sweater and a button up while I was listening to the <laughs> album. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like you throwing shade at these little young dudes, man. Let them shine. Let them eat. Let them do their thing. Why? I don't agree with that. Yeah. Why? I don't agree with that because he's still in the game. He's still balling. He's still Kobe. He's still Jordan. He's still scoring. So why do I need to give them any type of leeway if I'm still in the game doing what I was trying to make money for my kids? So, again, I, I because of the time that he put it out, which was perfect timing, great timing, but because of the music that came out when this came out, I believe as the years go on, 
this would be a more appreciated CD, even though it went platinum. I think it's still underappreciated. So, based on what? Because, you know, we're talking in generalities now, but based on what makes you think it'll be, it's underappreciated, even though it's platinum and everybody's kind of talking about it, why would it be appreciated later? Now, say, I'm going to give you some criteria so you can help me out. Uh, production, like we normally say. Mm -hmm. Lyrical content. I mean, lyrical way he, he, he flips his um, similes or metaphors. And one other thing. Relevance. Maybe it's more than one. Relevance and, and impact. We can put those two together. Rel relevance, relevance and impact? impact. Yeah. Um, so, Because that tells me it's going to last. Because if you put it back on, you'll be like, oh, I remember doing that time. Right. Or, damn, listen how he did that. Or, damn, that production is really, is really hot. Okay, so he did better than Snoop on this album. Yes. So when it comes to production, okay. and when it comes to him blending old with new, right. he did a phenomenal job. You said phenomenal. The production was phenomenal the way he put blended the old school sound mm -hmm. with the new school feel. Got you. But does that make it phenomenal? The now, album. Let's, let's no, just... no, 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 no. Now back back to this is just production. From right. a scale of one to ten, what do you give production? Production was phenomenal. I give production I give production a nine five. Really? Yes. Because they wow. weren't normal beats. None of these beats were the ones that you were you're accustomed to hearing popping in. You didn't hear these beats for the past at least two, three years. Yeah, yeah. Give or take. And then to make you hear the sound of the old and the new and to make you comfortable with it. Right. Was like, okay, that that it's a challenge because you are so accustomed to this bass sound now. I, I got that. So I think you <laughs> I think honestly, I'm thinking you giving Jay-Z too much credit. I think because it's Jay-Z you're really giving him a lot more credit. I took Jay-Z's name off of that. Okay. And looked at the production. When we start saying, mm, who was it? Quali, you know, Seven? Yeah. With Styles P? Same thing. I, I disagree. Felt the, I felt the same way that the beats was okay. It wasn't like, wow, I love the way he did. No, I think they were okay. I think he went back to the type of beats that he's used to. Thank you. But he also added more, which doesn't make it a nine to me. It makes it an even eight, an even eight, maybe a seven and a half. Okay, so back to Snoop. We based the Snoop getting a five based off of his, uh, his clout, his credibility, right? Pretty much. And not just that, his production was pretty typical, West Coast typical production. Right. Gotcha. And then, you know, but we just talk production. Right. Strictly production. So his production was was a lot higher to me. His production was a lot higher. Who, Jay? Yeah. Than Snoop. Right. So, but I think his production helped Snoop, even though he was a five. I think his production, I was able to kind of get through some of his other stuff as well. Right. Which made the production help him more to get a five. Hmm. I don't think the production really hurt or helped Jay. 
I don't really think so. I don't think it was a, a level up for him, but it really didn't bring him down either. I think it was right there where he needed to have it, but he didn't break new ground. You know he what didn't, I mean? He, he's not, he, this album wasn't to reinvent the wheel. No, I got you. But we rating the production. Right. So, ba- so based off of the production and yeah. based off of how Jay-Z does his production. Right. This is a, this is a jazz album. He didn't, when you listen to Magna Carta mm-hmm. and then you listen to this, the beats are completely different. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was trying to make a point on this album. No, no. With, totally. With, with those beats, with the points that he was trying to make, mm-hmm. those beats didn't overtake him. I agree. He's used, your people, I would say, people are used to hearing Jay on just great Timbaland beats, Pharrell beats, you know, like... I like think his older stuff. The, I think his newer stuff would, isn't so dramatic. I don't think he... His well, the what's name is? The Magna Carta so is. I didn't, I didn't... So... Magna Carta got a, got a lot of, like... Like, commercial... Song. Yeah, up-tempo tracks so, on there. I didn't I didn't hear that one. You know what so, I'm saying? So, so, so was um the one with um Kanye. There was a lot of diverse beats and everything on there. Right. Uh, American Gangster was a little more like this album, okay, because okay. of the 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 feel he was trying to give you. I got you. You know, so based on okay, all right, look, look, all right. If we're basing the album off of the album of this year, of albums of this year, we're talking about production. We can't. Okay, don't go to the album. It, it, okay, based on produ- based on production, how Jay Z laid on this album, mm-hmm. I liked it. Gotcha. Because he he didn't overdo. He was trying to make a point, and mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to. The point wasn't the beats. No, I get it. You know, but the beats were good. The beats were like exactly. Okay, wait a minute. No, That's no, exactly no. what I was saying. <laughs> the beats, the beats were above good for me. The okay. the beats were the. You're saying the beats were good. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the beats were good. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm saying the beats were good because I'm used to hearing him on these big beats. Right. And I'm hearing him on the small beat, and the small beat ain't bad, and he's still contributing to the beat. I mean, he's contributing to the song. So you said like a 9-5. Right. And I said a, I said an 8. Let's, we, we belabored that a little too long. But I'm going to get to my point while I gave it an 8. Okay. So now we say lyrical content storytelling whatever like that right i give him a nine on that Mm. you know why because the beats had nothing to do with helping him along because if he had harder beats i would be raving about it but i think the way his storytelling and what the message that he was putting out there was so wow okay damn gotcha and then it was the way how he did some of it, you know, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Mm-hmm. It was like, bam, so that's impact. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold on to that. So that's why I put the, the beats at a lower level, but I put his, his lyrical form and, and, and the way he story told was a little better for me. I didn't think they matched that well, but that's me. Right. So how did you see that? I seen the album as a story. No, no, no. We're talking about him lyrically 
on this album. Again, I seen the album as a story. So lyrically, he was just telling you a story. He was telling you about his last couple of years of his life. Mm-hmm. Lyrically. Yeah. Content substance. They're now, lyrically and constant substance. Yeah. That for me, that's not the same. So cons- that's why I said impact relevance. Right. That's the third. Content substance at. impact. Yeah. Um. So we'll go back to lyrics. Lyrics. It was just a story. It was just a story. I would. I would. I. I'm looking at the story probably the same way I'm looking at, um, Good Kid, Mad City story. Okay. Um, to pimp a butterfly story. So how would you rate it? Potent information. I give it a seven. I give it a, wow. a seven five. You know what I'm saying? Because wow. Okay. You, because again, we're still talking about lyrical lyrics. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So I I. I I totally feel your story. I got it. That's what's up. We need this. We need this potent information that you're giving me. Mm-hmm. But as far as lyrical content and as far as punchlines. Okay. Good point. Good point. Okay. Maybe I should hope. Okay. Now let's talk about impact. Okay. Impact, relevance, whatever. Right. How do you see that? Impact. Awesome. Tremendous. Because as in as an overall album, basically. So what would the the album with his storytelling that, that with you his put storytelling it, and everything? And he'll know, get an eight. He'll get an eight. Yeah, he'll get it. He'll get a solid eight. Okay, so I'm gonna flip mine. Okay, because I was gonna do it opposite, but you're right. I think impact wise, with him telling a almost true story, right, gave me more impact lyrically. I think you're right. I think he didn't really do anything to make you go, oh. Right. He but it was just some, so relatable. some that was pretty cool. Right. But, you know, when he said, I should have brought, you know, stuff for buying the, all the 12 cylinders. I right. Mean, that wasn't lyrical. That was a, a way of telling a story that was, wow, relevant with Insight, impact, yeah. Not lyrically. So you're right. I, I, I'm going to go back on that because... You're right. I think that's around a seven or so because he really he doesn't do it that often. Not His anymore. Is, is isn't like that like he used to. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna put some some in, and he may be kind of working to make it happen right. now, as opposed to he he naturally did it. Mm-hmm. But now he's putting what he how his life is and trying to flip and it. and creating that and yep. putting as many metaphors as possible. So I think the impact. Is a lot higher, which is like a maybe an eight eight five. Yeah, for me. yeah. So, I mean, so yeah. you're right. You're right. So I think I over exaggerated the the lyrical because that's not true. I, I, that's a that's a mid seven. Okay, that's a seven, maybe seven two and five. Okay, you're right. Once you said it that way, you made me kind of think I'm I'm using the. That's why I wanted to make it three, except for making it one and two. Like right, right, did. right. Because it's Jay Z, so yeah, you have that Beyonce carryover. Yep. With that, yep. you know what I'm saying. So exactly. the impact is, by default, gonna be on six. <laughs> That's just with Beyonce, right? You know what right, I'm right, saying. Right. That has nothing to do with Jay. Jay only needs four points for that impact to be a ten. So, um, I, I, again, I I appreciate it because I'm growing as a person, mm-hmm. and me growing as a person and listening to hip hop, I'm hearing hip hop grow as an entity. 
when I hear Jay-Z telling me that goddamn his twins are a miracle, you know, and he could have fucked everything up and and it risked the chance of seeing his daughter every day on the sake of some bullshit. Basically. Yeah. You know, I couldn't bear to have that in my future to see somebody playing football with my son, you know? <laughs> so, right, right, right. You know, so I so those things, though the the morals that he put into his album made the album as good as it was. Not the punchlines and storytelling, basically. Yeah, the storytelling. So, so I think when you when you actually kind of put it in that way and I had to pull back and say no, if you go back and you start listening or talking to um, about the a couple of other people that we had that we reviewed, like Bob, mm-hmm. he had some some gems on there that when how he created and the metaphors and everything he did, right? You you can't compare those two in that way, right? Right, you can't because they're they're approaching the game different. The only reason I can compare two chains to Jay. And it has nothing to do with the beats, has nothing to do with the lyrical content. It's the approach that they both bring to their music. Okay. You know, my man 2 Chains don't write none, nothing down. Gotcha. And he prides himself off of that. I've, I've been kind of looking at a couple of interviews with him. He mm-hmm. prides himself off that. The reason why he prides himself off that, because he knows that his brain is clever, so clever that he, that those punches... Him writing down those punches won't be as good as him just giving it, it off right the out. top of the head. If he lay it right out, right, feeling it, he has his mind to say that relates to this, right. So I got to get it out right now. And that's the same thing with Jay. Mm-hmm. Jay takes his time to figure out how he's gonna approach the song. Mm-hmm. When he figured, so that's why I liked it. I, that's why I loved the album because I understood that. He was trying to get you to understand that, look, I'm trying to put as much as my ego to the side. And let you know. And, and give it to you yeah. the best me I can. You know what I'm saying? And then and back with two chains, two chains is like, look, my mama was my mama did this, and we had problems. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And but I'm clever enough to know that my family's important. Right. And I'm clever enough to know that. Ignorant people still like my music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So with with me being that clever, right. I have to bring them both together and still have them both appreciate me in the way they want to appreciate me, mm-hmm. not the way I want them to appreciate me. Right. So with the Pretty Girls Love trap music, I'm sorry for going too deep into it. You know, he it was him knowing that it was him knowing his market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Back to Jay-Z. Jay knows his market. Right. Because most of his market is his wife's. Yeah, because they, they, they align their market together. Right. They promote their brand together. So if you pull in one, you pull in the other. Exactly. So if it, her, her side is pulling like, yo, that's fucked up what he did, but he comes with this, they kind of like, hmm. Okay. Okay. Right, right, right. So he knows don't lose the market and try to hide from it. It's easy to be like, let me throw it out there. Let yep. me be strong. Yep. Let me be a little vulnerable on this. Let me put Migos on this CD. 
you know, let let me get a couple of features. Jay had one feature. Well, he really had like two. He so had his Frank, mom. Frank Ocean had the one that they um they sang it on, right? Frank Ocean. Yeah. He's was with, that the first track? Nah, that's the fourth. That's the one he, he's kind of singing on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he snapped on this. This is a nice track. And he was being so real with you. This was this was a side eye. You know what I'm saying? Him breaking down how people getting over on him, trying to get over on him. I'm catching all of this. I can see a side eye in my sleep. You know what I'm saying? Not really potent punchlines, but the content was great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We needed to hear things like this. And again, you're absolutely right. It wasn't lyrically like brilliant. It was good content. Mm-hmm. Good way of seeing that. Okay. I got you. I got you. So I if you don't if you don't look at it as a lecture or or a class. Cause that's kind of really what it was. Is look, y'all just gonna have to just peep game. Yeah, here's my seminar. Yep, here's my seminar. Check it out. You yeah. know, if you don't appreciate it like that, you're gonna be like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Okay, he rapping, but <laughs> nigga, yeah, but what, what, come on, man. What? Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. I need so, to know all of this, right? And he's saying, yes, yes you, you need to. Do. You need to know me because I've never really told you the true me. You know, I've never really gave you Sean Carter. No, but I don't even think it's that. I think he grew into understanding him. So he couldn't give you that any sooner than that. Right. He's grown to figure it out. Again, so it's called maturity. Right. And and he's mature enough to know that, look, as much money as I'm making, what I'm producing, what my money is making more money for me, Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about shit that I'm not going to be doing and some stuff that I did. I need to get that. Because it ain't right. Right. I'm still not perfect. Yeah. You know? I'm not perfect, but I'm doing a lot of things. So here it is. And I laid it on the table. Mm-hmm. But I'm moving on. Right. Yep. You know, he ain't lingering on it. He 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 hit it, and then he went from there. Yeah. So, so he he had his mom on there mm-hmm. on, on Smile Track 3, where she did a poem at the end. I thought that was cool. Smile. Yeah, that was okay. Um, Because, you know, it kind of gave her her own voice about her, because, you know, she's he spoke on her being gay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that poem was kind of her speaking on the freedom of her actually, you know, letting everybody know about that. I thought that was an awesome track. Yeah, I think he 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 did it as a dedication to say, Mom, if, if you're going to say it, here's your words. Yep. You know what I mean? And, I can say and it all you can day do long, it on my platform. And I'm going to let your words be, be heard. Yep. So I appreciate it. I still didn't think it was a great track. I thought it was a good track. You know, I love 444, though. When he was breaking down um, his... I love the I love the production of it. Oh, yeah, the production was And awesome. how he broke it down. So I, I just thought that was, like, really, really good. Yeah, he uh, he slowed... He slowed... He had, I, well, I don't know why, but he slowed his flow down to get you, everybody, to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, when you first, first, first heard Jay-Z, he was one of the fastest rappers in New York. <laughs> you know, and literally, it's so funny because as time goes on, you can hear him slow down his flow. Because he thinks so much that he has to dumb it down for you to grasp what he's trying to say. Right. Personally. That's just what I personally think. I just think he's so fucking bright that he has to slow down his all of his flow 
to where he can dumb it down for you to understand. You know, right. when you yeah, because you know, I, I I guess I can only agree with you because I got it. So I'm like, why would you fucking slow down? But there's a lot of people who didn't fucking catch it. So you're right. But I'm like, but but he but he did. And I think the vocals on there was almost church-like. It was almost mm-hmm. like, it was real soulful. So as he was rapping, it was kind of like, you can hear the soulfulness yeah. in the background. Like, yo, I really mean this shit. Right. So that's why I love it so much because it pulled it out of him. Yeah, it pulled it out of him. He heard this beat and he was just like, ah. I'm going to have to speak. I'm going to have to speak what this beat is telling me to speak. You know what I'm saying? So, again, that's why I give so much credit to production. I don't think all of them. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you said you didn't like Smile. So, um, what about the one with Beyonce in the background? The next track. So, this is why I didn't like it. Because. No, this is Smile. So, not the. So, I was. So the reason why this is this is um Stevie Wonder joint. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You didn't I think you could have done a little better than that. He just he did a loop on this. Yeah. So it's not creative. He did a loop on it. Yeah. Okay, I got production wise. Yeah. Production wise. So see, again, me, I make my own piece. Right. So when I'm doing that, I know when I just repeating the loop. Right. But when you repeat a loop, you need to add to the loop. Right. So when people go, oh, Damn, where did it go? Okay, okay. Oh, there it is again. Right, right, right. This is just a loop. And That's not creative enough. I did the, like um, Family Feud. The reason why I liked number four was because the beat didn't overdo it. It wasn't a, a over ex- exaggerated beat. No, I'm but okay he was that. he was really giving you a lot of good info in there. So I, it wasn't like oh this beat is awesome, but it was like. Okay, I can hear what you're saying. I'm hearing the point that you're trying to get across. I got you. So, I got you. It was, it's a bullshit loop to me, though. Yeah, right, right, right. To your point, not good enough production. Yeah, not good enough. It's okay, though. It's okay for what he wanted it for. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just a loop. You know, a Stevie Wonder loop. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I know it's Stevie Wonder. And it went over and over and over. And you got that little sample that you wanted to repeat and all like that. I, I got that. But you, you could have done a lot better than that. Okay. But if that's what you wanted, you got what you wanted. No ID did the whole album. Yeah, I know. Yeah, when I read that, I was like, yeah, no ID. And he did some of, and he did some on his own too. So executive produce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, put this here. Nah, put this here. Nah. Yeah. You know what? Don't put that last. Put another. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's all that was. Um. Yeah, yeah. He did have one of Marley's sons on there. That That was a great track. Great track. That was a great track. I like how he put him into that though. Yeah. Fuck all the Sean Carter shit, nigga. Call me ho. That was. I was like, okay. Moonlight would probably be the only song that I could probably skip. Really? Yep. Sean was on that gospel shit. 
Because so, I like I like this like story. Yeah. But, but it's a sample. But haven't you heard it before? It's a sample. Yeah, so, it is a sample. So once again, why would you like it if you've heard it before? Whoa. So this is so again, this is what I'm saying. If if you have a sample, I've heard same samples used but in such a different way that she was like, "Yo, wait a minute. That's that not using the exact same freaking sample." That's not creative to me. That's a lazy production to me. Again, I got you. Sean, you got to understand, I'm a production guy. Mm -hmm. So if if you're not bringing me something, that's why What's His Names was so cool. Um, we, I'm, I'm going to have to keep going back to him, man. Um, two Chains. This production was like, look, I'm giving you this. Now I'm going to give you this. Now I'm going to give you this. Now I'm going to give you this. And you're like, yo, this shit is like, I like this. I do. The other one um, that we just did under your, your boy from California um, that was with the Gorillas, Staples, Vince Staples. Vince Staples. I loved his production because mm -hmm. you didn't know what the fuck was coming next. Right. That's what production should be. Even if you say, you know what, this whole album has some crazy fucking production. Me as a production guy, we want you to, to hear that. Because if I'm sounding like everybody else, you don't know who I am. You don't know who I am. All right, I so know who this person is. Focusing back on production. I'm just saying, we listen no, to I got it you. now. Yeah. I got you. Kanye West was his primary production producer. For the last couple joints, right? For, for the last, well, well, probably not the last two albums before this, but he's the sample king. Yeah. Um. New York artists use a lot of samples when they make the, have their beats. Yes. So I got what you're saying. Okay. But I definitely understand how up north beats go. So give you a quick because, you know, you got me into it, but I started going back to YouTube. Mm -hmm. So they had two um Kanye sample classes. Wow. The on YouTube dude use six different samples on one track. On one track. Yeah. But it was only the beginning portion. Mm -hmm. That wasn't even 3 minutes into the track. Mm -hmm. Over the first 2 minutes, it was it was six different ones and two of them was just a uh -huh. that was it. Right, right, right. But when he laid them all together, they sound different, but he wanted you to know at least two of them that you can kind of say, what the fuck is, wait a minute, that sounds like, right. but the other ones, you would have no idea. That's what I love with production, because I don't have to have the whole damn thing and then putting something on top of it. Right. When I do my samples, I'm sampling a, a, a fucking horn or a damn car screeching or I cut the horn off right before it gets to the crescendo and put something in the back end so it never sounds the same. Right. So when you're hearing it, oh, I used that sample before, I can hear the samples that, yeah, I heard that sample before. But when I try to do it, I try not to say, don't sound like everything The actual else. thing. Now, to your point, I, 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 as a producer, yeah. I definitely totally understand that. Um, as an artist, Coming from my background, right? Um, I enjoy spinning over samples. I okay. enjoy spinning over tracks that you know 
and me going Why? hard on them. Why? Um, that that's it. That's always been a thing for me. I like New York artists. That I grew up on a lot of New York artists. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite artists back in the day was Cameron. Mm-hmm. Most of his beats were straight samples from old school tracks. Right. Daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. Daydreaming and I'm thinking of you. He flowed on that whole beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, when you hear an old beat and you never have your voice on it or or you hear a Shaka Khan track that you grew up on and you get an opportunity to flow on that, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you're going to do that without a doubt. So I got that. So production guy. Production, right. Daydreaming, I would slow it down and it would be like a do daydream right right something else but i'm gonna tear it up so bad that you know what the sample is but it's coming across totally different right right then you're kind of like oh shit and then when you spit i break it off and you you on something else then i'll bring it back maybe on the hook or whatever but that was that going back to the jay-z album right do you think that's the feel that he was trying to give off. No, no, no. I'm, I'm okay with whatever he wanted. Right. I'm just saying, if I sat there and I'm like, look, here's a couple of samples I have, mm-hmm. but I want to present them like this. Because based on what you used to do, if you're okay with what you used to do, you don't need me here. Right. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that said, man, I love your story. I think you'll flow better on this. Right, right, right. No, I want to hear like a reggae beat. Okay, got you. I could get you a reggae beat, but I don't want it sound like the shit that you hear every other day. Mm-hmm. Or I can turn on a on a reggae station, and every other song will have something similar to that. I gotta give you something different. Will you be okay with that? Well, let me hear it. Huh? Okay. To me, that's a producer. Right. A producer says, "Let me hear what you're saying. Let me create this, but let me create it to your sound." Or you telling me. I want a reggae beat, but I want a strong beat like this. Find me something like that. I have to find you something to and be creative at the same time because it has to have your niche in it. So maybe I think I think you're being a little too hard on a producer. No, I don't think so. Do you feel like I mean, even though the producer made these tracks, mm-hmm. the artist still picks these beats. I got you. So let's just say he felt like. I, and this all, I, I feel like this always goes on with producers. Mm-hmm. Some producers may feel like the beat that m- maybe he did do the uh, daydreaming like that. Mm-hmm. But maybe Jay-Z just didn't like that. Okay. Maybe he wanted it just like, you know what I'm saying? But the beat, the producer still made it like the artist wanted it to be. So if the artist wants it that way, it's the artist and the producer. Because, I'm okay with that though. Because I'm okay with blaming both of them. Because it definitely shows that Jay Z was co-producer on some of these tracks. Yeah, it is. You know, so that means that he was critiquing some of these beats. Yeah, I got and, you. And the ones that he wasn't on there. So, so if I'm criticizing Jay for his production of what he wanted, yes, I am. Okay, I'm not gonna. No, I'm criticizing. The choices of music. Okay. If it was him or was it the the guy that's actually producing? 
no ID, right? Right. Because the Stevie Either Wonder one, one Jay Z did did contribute to to yeah. that to that beat. He wanted that smile sample. Yes. Yeah, I get that. But to loop it, come on, man. But he may say, nah, but I want I want to keep hearing that. I want it right. behind me like this. Right. To keep keep his momentum. And you know what? For for his flow. Me being that producer and you paid me. Okay, brother. I gotcha. Right. Got it. Is that what you wanted? Yep, that's what I wanted. Next. I'm not gonna argue with you, man. Right. I don't think it sounds right, but if that's what you want to rap behind, rap over rather, okay. I ain't gonna argue with you. But Who's going to deny, yo, my next album, I want you to be the producer on it? Oh, shit. Yeah. And he produced every track. He Nobody else. every track. Yeah. Nobody else. So, exclusive producer? Yeah, I think I would have took it, too. I think there was a couple that I probably would want to do it on my own. Well, to your point, that's what happens when you're only using one producer. When you only use one producer, you're only getting one sound. You're on. You're. It's not gonna be like, yeah. You know, super hard, super beats. It's just it's that signature sound. Unless you're a good producer. Nah, you can like who? Like Dr. Dre. So Dre's because Timbaland's beats all sound the same. Yeah, I know. And Pharrell's beats majority of his beats majority of his beats sound the same. Yeah, but. Depends on who they are. You're right. But if you, from front to back, the same person, it's almost going to sound the same. Right. Or they're going to have the same kind of loop. Like, again, I'm back to the one that I that like, the 444. Mm-hmm. The way they did it, it was a loop too. But the, the type of loop flowed better. Whereby right. just the, okay. the Stevie Wonder one, it was just the loop. It sound like it was a loop. That one sound like someone was singing. Mm, you yep. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's what you really want to do. If you're going to sample something, you want it to sound like they're doing it, not it's a sample. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. But, but I get you, though. Again, Sean, you got to understand. I listen to things with a critical production mind. Right. You're saying... I'm hearing it. Oh, I can flow the shit out of it. Yes, I like that. Yeah, I, can I don't need flow it. I don't. Yeah, I need something that's gonna give me. I don't need nothing that's gonna overdo me or have me waiting. Not think yeah. like I'm supposed to. Be. I need this pace to be just the same, so I can have my thought process just the same, so I can finish this track off. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So, but 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 again, this is just me being an advocate, devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. I, I understand what you're when you brought up loops and I started hearing it, it's like, okay, yeah. But then I hear the name No ID and then I relate him to all the other work that he's done. And I'm just like, so now now I'm now I have to go back and I have to look and see how many other tracks that he was constantly looping on. Right. You know, to see if that's just what he does. Is he yeah. just a Is lazy producer? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it was this just like what Jay wanted? And it could have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could have been. been like, look, I don't want a whole lot. See, and it's a loop too. But look, it sounds like he got it. He got the same fucking watch. 
about four different samples samples on top of each other it sound like four different ones so it's taking away the sample of that right 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 then he pulled it see it he pulled mm -hmm. it then he'll bring it back right but with the other ones it was just a all the way through just a yeah just a constant loop okay so see now he bring a little bit Walking around like your made thriller, huh? Fake Drake goes all in the videos. Okay. We show, we shoot them in my city, though. I don't post no threats on the internet. I just post so, I'm good. And, 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 <laughs> we've been more critical on the production than Goddamn Jay. Right. So, but, um, <laughs> but again, I think to your point, with Jay throughout the album, he told a story which I appreciated. Okay. So I'm not going to take anything away from that. The problem is with, I got the almost the same problem with Nas. I fucking love Nas. Nas, but it's just his beats. His beats and his production is mm -hmm. like, come on, man. Yeah. That just doesn't even go with what you're rapping about. Um, why are you? Right. So it's frustrating. Right, right, right. Even though I enjoy how he, he raps. I enjoy it, but I, I can't continue to listen because it's just disturbing me because it's because the production isn't as as up to par as yeah. it should be if he's i would rather him do poetry so mm. i just listen straight to him damn, and i'd be deep. like damn man whoa wow <laughs> but his production is like you, you want you want something to at least keep you going right and then while you're listening he kills me with that damn that's crazy yeah but he's he's lyrically that way that you can enjoy you know how he flips yeah yeah he he's at, he's so good that you can ignore the beat sometimes sometimes yeah you nas you can ignore the beat sometimes um I, I i see what you're saying when it comes to no id and the production because i looked at it on the surface on the surface the beats go really well with jay in what he's trying to contribute to I the agree. album i agree you know what i'm saying yep. I agree with that. Being now being critical on just the beats, I see your problems. You know, okay, he's being lazy, and, and, and see, I and I don't go into it like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, give me that tempo so I can flow on it. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So I do. I, I, it's not like, oh man, why you why you only why you looped it all the way up to two minutes? Why you didn't just loop it here and change it up here? Or but you know, that's why is it's. That's why it's critical when we both talk about one CD or two different ones. Right. Because we look at it in two different perspectives. Even though we can come to the middle of a couple of things, you still looking at it as an artist. Uh, as a rapper. As, I'm looking at it as a production, producer. then the artist. Mm -hmm. You're looking at the artist, and then I'm let me right. see how you well you with got, the I got to hear you say something. Yeah. I, can, I can listen to some bullshit beats all day, as long as you... Well, not all day. Yeah. I can listen to some bullshit beats a lot and listen to your content. But, Gucci man, <laughs> I can't listen to bad lyrical content. You know, because Gucci man used to do it real bad back in the day. No, right. his beats are great. Gucci oh, okay. man always has really awesome future Migos, Young Jeezy, 2 Chain beats. Mm -hmm. That's just the East Side beats. But he. He used to make a lot of mixtapes, bruh. He used to make like three, four mixtapes in a month. Damn. And they used to be like 15 tracks a piece. 
You know what I'm saying? Whoa. So he would literally like it, it would just be too much Gucci. Right. Too much right, Gucci right, right. man. To the point where you're just listening to him, you're like, bro, your content can be better. Now after he got out of jail, he dropped the album this year too. You didn't listen to his album. No, I didn't. It's cool. But um <laughs> his content is better. His content is a lot better. And he's learning how to not oversaturate the game. Yeah. With his music. He just wanted to put it out. Right, right. He was like, yo, every chance I get, I'm gonna put it out. Yeah, when he was on them drugs heavy, that he was he was focused though. Mm-hmm. You know, but he got off them drugs, he got married, you know, and now he's just really doing it on on a on a grown man level. Right, right. So I, I enjoy I enjoyed the album. Mm-hmm. Overall, the album for me gets an eight. Gets an even eight. Yep. Eight zero. I agree. Eight zero. Dutch is gonna go higher. No, nah, I agree. No, no, no. It don't I because agree. I criticized Jay. I, I'm not. I, I never realized I was a Jay fan until I started listening to all of his albums when they came out. You know, yeah. because when you when I you're criticizing when yeah. you're criticizing somebody, but mm-hmm. you every, the first week the motherfucker come out, <laughs> you want to buy it or you're listening to it to criticize him. Right. You're a fan. You're a fan. Anyway. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So after I bought Blueprint One for Kofi back in 2001. Because I, I remember that because I went to Homecoming. I went to the Howard Homecoming. That shit was awesome. Right. Uh, DMX was there. Fab was there. It was a couple of other people. But that's when I realized that, holy shit, I'm not, I don't really like this dude, but I'm following him. Right. And I'm following his music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to stay on point with it. So I appreciate the album overall, man. I, I And... Well, well, me noticing that I'm a fan, I had to step back and be like, okay, I can't just say this album is awesome. It went platinum, you know, blah, yada, yada, this and that. So I got to ask you, though, because there's a difference. Are you a fan or are you a follower? This, let, me, let me explain why I said that. I'm not a big fan. Right. But I do follow him. I follow him if something comes up, I'm probably going to listen to it. But a fan waits for it. A fan's like, oh, what's next? Oh, what's next? I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm right. A, I'm a follower. So I'll follow him. You know, like, I've just said, like the bandwagon. When you know, you know these sports. Let's go back to sports. When the hottest team out, everybody was like, I'm a Charlotte, a Charlotte, um, a Carolina um, Panthers fan. When they were winning. Mm-hmm. When they was beating the hell out of everybody. Everybody jumped on it. Right. You only watched them because it was out. But once they're gone, you don't follow their ass no more. So if Jay comes out with something new because you don't normally get it, yeah, I want to hear it. But I'm not waiting or finding out, ooh, is he in the studio? Who is he working with? Who is he this? Who is he that? I'm not a fan. Well, I follow him. I, I, Jay's brilliant. You won't be able to do that with Jay anymore. What do you like, mean? Like everyone is a Jay follower. You okay. can't be a Jay. You, you have to rub shoulders with Jay to be in Jay's loop. Like, you didn't even know the album was coming out until they said that he was doing a documentary. I... You know, he's doing the 444 documentary. Yep, yep. Oh, that's what's up. Then they was like, oh, and by, by the way, way <laughs> Jay-Z's dropping an album. Oh! So, I, I, I'll say, I, I'll give you like this. 
I'm not a Cavaliers fan. Um, I wasn't a, I wasn't, I was a LeBron follower mm-hmm. all the way up until he beat the Warriors. And then you became. Then I became a fan. Right. I became a fan because he proved to me, which he don't got to prove to no goddamn body. No, but take But that. I believe take that, that he proved to himself that he was great. Yeah. You know, from there I followed him. Mm-hmm. I didn't start. I started following Jay-Z in Blueprint 1. Mm-hmm. I, di- I would say I didn't become a fan probably until American Gangster. Okay. I thought American Gangster was just a really good album. And you seen that he was moving outside of the music industry. So it was just like, okay, Jay, that's what's up. I'm, I'm interested now. I'm not following him because of Beyonce. Right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a fan of Jay now. I'll okay. just say it like that. 2001, I was a follower. After Blueprint 3, I became a fan. Okay. You know. So I became a follower after Hard Knocks Life. Hmm. I'm not a big fan. I've listened to a couple of other stuff that he's done and all of that. I'm good with him. Right. I'm a follower. You know, I'll go back. I wanted, I had to get um, um, Watch the Throne. With uh, with Kanye, with crazy Kanye, oh, because I, I all love about the way Kanye puts his. I forgot all about production. that album. I, I I love the production on there. Yeah, and Kanye just says the silliest stuff any goddamn way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to see how he played off of him, and Jay was cool with his. Oh yeah, Jay, Jay was, was like, Jay. "Come on, man, really? Right? I'm just gonna do me." And it was fine. It was nothing wrong with it. So Kanye just came in, you know, back and forth with some crazy shit. And I, I enjoy him because he just, you never know what that crazy dude's going to say. But his production is so hard. Right. I love it. Yeah, yeah. He's practicing. And they sample the shit out of him. They play it on NFL. They play it for the NBA. A lot of those samples you hear everywhere. Yeah. Because they took what he did and say, I got to have this. It goes well with what we do. You know? So. You like so Kanye. Yeah, I do. You're a Kanye fan. So I'm a, You're a Kanye I fan. I don't <laughs> You're a Kanye fan. I don't fan. wait on him. I don't I don't know what he's going with. I just really appreciate like, I appreciate the shit that he do. Mm-hmm. So I'm a fan. Okay, I'm gonna say that. Because <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I'm not following him and his girl. Right. Um whenever he does it something, I need to find out what is he doing. Right. Because I'm like, oh shit, let me hear that. Mm-hmm. Damn, that shit was hard. Wait a minute. What is he doing now? I'm so I'm a fan wow. in that. If it's if it's not good, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm right. okay. Right, I don't right, say, right. man, it was fucked up. I was like, yeah, but I know he's that good that mm. I'm waiting on the next one. That's interesting. So, I'm not a Kanye fan, man. He's he's, you know what? He's a production guy. He's a production guy that turned rapper. Production turned rapper. You know, so that's why. I, <clears throat> he's good. He was really good when he first came out. Oh yeah, he was he was amazing. Yeah. Really good when he first came out. But I, I always had an ear for what he did, mm-hmm. not listening. Listening because I'm a rapper. Again, so that so I I caught it from. Okay, Kanye Kanye's funny. Yeah, he's not he's not two chains clever, 
but he's funny. He's smart. He's not two chains punchline clever. Not punchline clever. There you go. Yeah. He, he's not two he, chain punchline clever. He leads you into a couple of his yeah. punchlines. He's extreme with it. He's so extreme but with it. it but it's, right? that's what makes like, it funny. To me, that's what oh. makes it funny. You know. <laughs> You know, like the on, on the bleach your asshole one. Uh, I don't, man. This nigga here, bro. He's just off the chain. So it's anywho, chain. yeah, we just fucking killing Jay Z on this. No, but yeah, <laughs> a strong eight, man. It's and and the only reason I'm saying eight two is because you you're absolutely right. He did a story on this lyrically. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't do anything. He didn't so have I'm, to. But I'm I'm gonna give you this though. It may sound critical or, or whatever, but. I'm not really listening to it. I won't put it back on hmm. until I'm, you know, if I have a mood to. Because it's, it's a not story. My rotation. Yeah, it's, it's a story. It's not a. It's not an album for you to be like, all right, let me jam some hits. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying it's not a hit album. It's a storytelling album. So when you heard the story, mm-hmm. cool. If you want to hear the story again, you can put it on. Right. You don't know, like when you like a movie and you right. buy the, you buy the DVD. Right. You still have it. But you don't put it on every other every day, night, right? But you know you have it, right? So if I want to listen to it, I know I'm going to get some a good story mm-hmm. all the way through. But I'm not going to put it back on like that. So again, um, this was the soundtrack <laughs> to the bio right. that he created, right? So I guess to that point, like American Gangster, mm-hmm. after you listen to it the first few times, it's just like okay. Okay, that's American Gangster soundtrack. Went really well at the time, right? With the piece that that they put together, uh, I pop it back. You know, I might if, if American Gangster come on FX, I won't be. It won't. Don't be surprised if I popped on the Jay Z American Gangster and listened to a couple of tracks on there. Yeah, kind of related to whoa. Okay, mm-hmm. goddamn. So right. it's definitely not a. I like the album. I think the album is really good. But I think I I think you you are absolutely right. The fact that it's a story, I'm not really too anxious to continue to hear it on a consistent basis. Absolutely. No, now now me personally, I probably listen to it once a week, twice a week. Twice once a week or once every other week. Yeah, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe once a week, maybe once every other week. But depends on what's out too, right? I may have something that go, and again, it's only thirty minutes long, so yeah, you know, so you'll li- I'll listen to it probably two times, and then after the in between the third time, I'll throw the two chains back on. <laughs> that that man, I, I hey, he 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 did he made a great album. He no, made I a agree. really good album, man. I agree. That was a really good album. I was I was impressed. He keeps me smiling. He keeps me motivated. He keeps me entertained. And his production is great. Yeah. So even if you, I can even have it background for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll still enjoy it because then I'll remember, oh, this is the one that he says. Right. You know what I mean? And right. then it's kind of like, oh, okay, I'm good with that. So Here's the funny part. I, this is how I know I like tracks. I'll... <laughs> I'm, I'll sit in the middle of having a real serious conversation with my wife. And then in the middle of our conversation, I'll be like, you know, you just don't understand when these bills come. Hard work, beat talent. Well, so beat talent. Okay, my bad. And then get right back into the conversation. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I know certain music is really good when I'm listening to it because you, you can't resist 
You know what I'm saying? You right, can't re- right. once you hear the beginning of the song, the first five seconds of the song, you're like, everything is coming back in your brain from the verses and all that other stuff. So, so I, I again, I like the J album. I thought the first track was decent. I thought the second track was yeah, amazing. I, I like the first track. Um, it, I, 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 I appreciated the fact that he wasn't afraid. He, you know, I haven't heard. I haven't heard a certain artists even talk about their kids, mm-hmm. you know, let alone get in depth about their. Whoa, whoa, what's your boy? Um, what was the one that we? He was talking about his. He rapped about his, his daughter. Then he rapped about his wife. Um, J Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, J Cole, <laughs> Jay Z signed J Cole. Yeah, I got that. You know what I'm saying? So, so J. Cole, he puts his soul in it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's who he is. There's a lot of rappers that ain't putting their soul in it. And and that's the. They're just throwing lyrics out. That's the best album to kind of compare it to. Album to compare it to. Story. Right. But. But again, J. J. Cole's story was a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Because his story was. Look, I'm living out in the suburbs, but fuck that. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to get the pup out of here because it doesn't matter what I look he like. Didn't, or what he I didn't do. make it yet. He hasn't. He hasn't bought a Picasso yet. He hasn't put a million dollar. Uh, even even if he had the bread, but you can reach he him. Still, exactly. He still makes it able to be reached. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Exactly. I still stay in Fayetteville. You know, I still got this crib. I still go holler at my peoples in the hood. Mm-hmm. They film me when I go do that. I'm in these concerts and people relate to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, so I just thought it is too, though. Remember we heard the Kendrick Lamar. We was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. So I skipped over um, the one that got the video on that you sent me. DNA? Yeah. So I skipped over that. I mean, I didn't skip over it. I played it mm-hmm. and was kind of like, yeah, that was pretty cool. But when you saw the video, it was like, oh, my God, right. this is fucking a bomb. There you go. So you if he does the, the documentary. We just talking about that, too. If he does the documentary, do you think it'll show more impact-wise to the the song? Because some of them do. Because I, li- I looked at the Vince Staples, mm-hmm. and he's just, I don't, he has no personality. I believe you. Yeah. I, I he believe has no you. personality. It didn't come across in the video. When you looked at the video, yeah, right, right, right. But he's new. Lyrically, I love him though. He's new. He's yeah. he's very, very new to the so game. So he's probably like, man, I'm not used to this shit. Right. He got to get it. He got to get used to it. But some of them, when you see the video, you kind of like, oh shit, whoa. Mm. And what's his name? Um, K Dot. He does really well with his videos. He he gives you different looks of different things, and so it it makes it pretty good. So I'm wondering, when he does the documentary, will will you look at it differently? I'm talking about Jay. Probably, yeah, Jay. Well, well, it, it looks like once a week, Jay, every seven days, he's dropping a, a a visual on each track. Oh, really? Yeah. So he did the story of OJ. He was like a black and white cartoon. Yeah, I like that. And then he did uh, 444. That was a little weird. Really? Yeah. It, it, it's it's a lot of. It's like it's a message in that. It's it's actually a deeper message than and what he just, was rapping about. Yeah, because he was showing a lot of 
a, a lot of uh, uh, world star videos, a lot of ignorant shit that we was doing. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, so basically, oh man, it, it was deep. So, so what I got out of it was we so caught up on these ignorance and this distraction, we don't even understand what we got in front of us. We don't even understand the value of the things that we actually have and but, appreciate that. But that's what he went through, though. But he visualized that not through him, but through what was going on. Right. So when you look at the video, okay, I'll, it, I'll it, it's interesting okay. because the way he flashes these videos, it's like you can feel your brain registering it right, right. the same way they show these images of black people dying on, on TV. And it fucking registers in your brain the way it does. It did the same thing to me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I thought that was very interesting to the point where I only watched it one time. Because it stopped you and said, damn, let me. It was uncomfortable. Let me, let me register this now. It was uncomfortable. Okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? Even though at the end it showed him and his wife doing a, a performing together and you could just feel the energy mm -hmm. while it was on the stage together. That was like to kind of complete. The message. Right. But it was still like, like when you see it, you're just like, oh, that's deep. Like, oh, why really is he bringing this shit. up? Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, what's the point? And then it, it kind of all comes together at the end. Personally, that's just how I seen it. No, no, no. I'll check it out because you know I, I didn't know he did that. But that's, again, when you get visuals sometimes to a song, mm -hmm. it takes it up a level. Yeah. Or it says, man, that was a stupid ass video. Right, right, right. You so, know, I, I just, you know, Jay. No, I don't think his visuals would make it better. Okay. No, I I think I think these songs uh, is what it is. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. All right. So we both said an eight. <laughs> we debated the, the shit out of the production. The production, yeah, <laughs> man. Production, production. We debated the shit out of that, but no, but a, a good strong album, especially for Jay, with a great story that I think people should listen to. They'll get something from it. You will definitely get something from this album as he lays down the story from that. But Yeah, just like everything else that we listen to and that we review, open your mind. Yep. Open up, broaden your horizon when it comes to music. This, this, is, a, this is a wisdom album. You learn a lot from this album. You, if you, you take it in, if you take it in. Right. Don't listen, take it in. Yeah. If, if you're only listening to it for the beats, then you're going to be just like Pops. <laughs> you're going to be like, man, this shit is whack. Man, cut that bullshit off. I see the message, but what's yeah, up with the beats? What's going so, on? You know, look deeper. Lazy ass producer. Lazy production. <laughs> you fat bastard. <laughs> but look deeper into the production. Um, you'll, you'll really appreciate this. Absolutely. Show. Carwax, bougieblackbrother.com. Subscribe. Under Carwax and iTunes, still working on the Google Play. If I can get those split up, we'll let you know there. Um, subscribe on Android, Android subscription so you can have any one of your podcast apps so you can grab those and download from there. Podbean.com, bougieblackbrother.podbean.com. Mm -hmm. Get the app. Then it'll populate its own and you can grab us whenever. Yes, and sir. Yes, sir. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, stop calling me without the G. Yes, sir. Bougie Black Bro on Twitter and Twitter DJ Activist. Activist. Hey, make sure you like 
anything that we say, comment. Feel free to comment and subscribe. Like, subscribe, comment, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. So thanks a lot for hanging out with us and hope to see you soon. I'm not sure really what's coming up because um, we will not be doing is a... What? <laughs> I wanted to Whoa. end it on. I wanted to end it on. Hey, that. you surprised me with that one. <laughs> so, we won't be doing either. We won't be doing 21, 21. 21, 21. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. M's in my bank account. Go, wax, baby. Peace. Later. <laughs>